For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Woo! Rebels, it's that time! Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. Oh, what's happening, Rebels? I hope you're having a great week. I am excited for this podcast. Our friend Shay Shull is on the podcast. You might know her as the Mix and Match Mama. Boy, did we have so much fun with her. Mm. I'll get to that in a moment. Today's podcast is brought to you by Save the Storks at SaveTheStorks.com, my favorite pro-life organization. Building mobile ultrasound units called Stork Buses, partnering with pregnancy resource centers around the country to meet moms in need wherever they are at. More than four out of five moms choose life for their babies when they see an ultrasound or hear a heartbeat. And that is my story too. I was an unplanned pregnancy, so we love Save the Storks. Shay Shaw. Don't you like saying that, Shay Shaw? We've got her book, and she talks about getting kids in the kitchen, and this inspired me. I have done so much more cooking with Lucy, and I've learned to let go of all my OCD tendencies. Uh, I like the kitchen the way I like it. I don't like anybody else in the kitchen, and my daughter adores being in the kitchen. We watch tons of food videos together. This has built our relationship so much. You are going to love Shay Shaw. Here she is now on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Shay Shaw, mix and match mama. <laughs> Joining Double Parenting, thank you so much for being on today. We're very excited. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. We love it. And you talk about so much on your blog. You've got mixandmatchmama.com, and you talk mm-hmm. about cooking and getting your kids in the kitchen and travel adoption. I'm adopted, so that's a big one for us. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, two nights ago, I spoke at a pregnancy resource center in... Alabama. Alabama. That's right. It was awesome. <laughs> Love it so much. You've got adopted kids and biological kids, and we're going to talk about getting kids in the kitchen and cooking for your family, which we both believe in so much. Uh, how'd you get into this? What made yeah. you decide you wanted to do this? And then it's funny because as a mom, you're like, oh yeah, get kids in the kitchen. It's so fun. And you've got moms that are like, really? Like, <laughs> my kids like to mess up the kitchen. I'd but, block off the kitchen yeah, so you we cannot have, like, come in. Tape. We, the kitchen is closed. Get out. <laughs> what well, made you want to bring all the kids in the kitchen and then teach other people how to do it without pulling their hair out? Well, to be fair, some days I make them leave the kitchen too. So, I mean, some oh, okay. days we all cook, but some days mm-hmm. mom just needs a minute by herself. So, yes. You know, it's because that's how I grew up. I have a, you know, mm. a fantastic mom and two mm. grandmothers that have always cooked and included us in the kitchen. And I was making real food by the time I was 10. And then I was cooking dinner for my family. I mean, I could cook an entire dinner for my family of four by, I don't know, eighth grade. My mom loved that. Um, Yeah. So it's just, (laughs) it's how I grew up. And so it's the only thing I've ever known. Hmm. That's great. And not a lot of people are passing that on to their kids. It was, you know, my mom did that for me. She had me mm-hmm. cooking at a really, really early age, real food, you know, seven, eight, nine. When I got to college, none of my friends could cook. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would look yeah. in a kitchen full of food. Like you'd go to someone's house where there was a stocked pantry and they go, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what, what do we do? 
Yeah. You know, what happened to that passing on that generation? It kind of skipped one and then people just forgot it. Yeah, we got too busy. And so we turned to, you know, the convenient foods, uh, fast food, microwave, all mm. of that stuff. And we stopped like taking the time, not just to make food, but to sit down and have a family dinner, which I think yeah. is so important. Yeah. Yeah, so, so do important. we. And all the studies say the more often you have dinner together as a family, all the things you're trying to get your kids to avoid as parents, they do. It's really amazing. The more connected you are, the more you eat dinner together, the more you do things like that together. Mm-hmm. It's true. So you've got kids in the kitchen. It's funny. I didn't have my glasses on. I have a new prescription and they were off. <laughs> Honestly, when I looked down, I was like, we have a book called Hell's Kitchen. And then I looked and I was like, kids, oh, kids in the kitchen. Yes. Sometimes similar, not the same title. So, <laughs> Well, my daughter loves to come in in the kitchen and just put every ingredients into anything. And yeah. sometimes I just let her sit on the floor and do it. And it's, it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. It's yeah. a mess. But yeah. It's, nice. it's a mess, but they learn so much about exactly. colors and measuring and math. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. So talk about this book. Talk about, you know, the journey in getting your kids in the kitchen. You know, what are some of the early ones you teach? Like my mom, I'm, I was so hyperactive as a kid. I would lose blood sugar while I slept, wake up low <laughs> blood sugar and super angry. So mm-hmm. early on, she started like literally pouring a bowl of cereal and putting a cup of milk next to it. Like this is how you pour <laughs> milk in cereal. Yeah. Eat, don't come to me first in that gradual way. What are some of the early stages on getting your kids in the kitchen? Well, I mean, my kids have been doing it since they were sitting in a high chair and I would pull it up next to me. And you know, while I'm mm. making guacamole, I would hand them an avocado and a a plastic knife, you know, and let them just cut and mash. Mm. Things like that are so easy to do with really small kids. But then the older they got, I had them, you know, making easy things like pigs in a blanket. You know, you guys, they Mm -hmm. can wrap a hot dog with some crescent roll dough. And, you know, just that uh, three-year-old, I have a three-year-old, my three-year-old can do things like that. Um, But peanut butter rice crispy treats. It's kind of like you are an official cook at my house when you can make those by yourself. Ah, right. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. So what are the ages where you start letting them do things where you're not supervising, like with an oven or a stove, you know, or is it not an age, but it's kind of an experience thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think it depends. Um, I have a daughter who's just about to turn 10 and she can brown ground beef by herself. She can put something in the oven and take it out. She's really independent. She can make a cake by herself. Mm. Uh, and then I have an eight and a half year old boy. I still uh, monitor him, but he's really getting quite good at it too. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. And does your husband jump into the game too? Yeah. So his mama taught him how to cook. So, mm. which I'm <laughs> thankful for. He knew how to mm. make things and which made him a real catch when we were dating um, and so he does. He cooks. Last night he grilled fajita chicken for us. I mean, he's, you know, the grill Ooh. he's great at. Yeah. Um, but he's really, um, he's great in the kitchen too. Uh, that's awesome. It is, a, it is, it's great when the whole family gets involved. I remember yeah. my dad had things. It was like, oh, dad's fried chicken. He's going to do that tonight. Yeah. Or, you know, those things. And it said to the boys, I mean, I was cooking all the time. It didn't matter. But to anybody that came over, like, oh, yeah, guys are in the kitchen too. It's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I grew up on a boat. So, most of our cooking was fish or shellfish or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So all my brothers, there's five of us, um, we can all cook seafood. But other than that, well, now after the years have gone by, we've all graduated and cook everything. But as a youngster, it's like we could cook shrimp and conch and all those Yum, kind of things. sounds yeah. good. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> kind of a different life. So keep going, Shay. What are the other ways to get our kids in the kitchen to get them involved? Well, I think it starts with um, a couple of things. One, it starts with the grocery store. 
I've mm-hmm. always taken my kids to the grocery store, which can be a gigantic headache. I'm not going to pretend like it's all fun and games, but it's still totally totally helping. I gotta say, when you said that, I looked over at our producer and she yeah. was like, mm-hmm. she, no, what do you do? Listen, she has yeah. four. <laughs> <laughs> I have four kids. Taking them all to the grocery store can be a complete nightmare sometimes, but it's so helpful <laughs> to let them walk through the produce department, pick out things, bag things, weigh it, measure it. Um, mm-hmm. They go to the, you know, the cheese counter with me, the fishmonger. You know, when they really see where their food's coming from, when they're learning more about food, I think they take a lot more ownership when they get home about helping me prepare it. Yeah. And I'm also big. I um, I love magazines and cookbooks. I'll hand them to my kids and say, like, look through there. What looks good? What could mm. we do that's similar to this? And yeah. and they pull out pages. And, and that helps, too. I really do think that that um, – helps expand their horizon. My kids also, they like to watch all these cooking um, competition shows. That oh is goodness. great. Yeah. The that best. Fun family The Great British fun. Baking Show? Yes. yes. Oh That's my gosh, our favorite. It's a favorite at our house. Totally. totally. And then we, we started watching <laughs> um, Tasty on YouTube. They have short videos on, and they're, they're so well done. Basics with Babish. Yeah. I like that guy. He's oh. hilarious. They're, you can learn. That's the new one too. I learned everything from my mom until mm-hmm. I went to college. Then I got a job in a Chinese restaurant and I learned a million things as a cook at a Chinese restaurant. I don't know how I got that job. <laughs> and then I worked in a French restaurant where they wouldn't let me cook. So I had to watch all the things that mm-hmm. they did. But now with YouTube and videos, you really can learn so much about cooking. It's not as scary yes. as it used to be. Yeah. And the Absolutely. basics, the basics are taught. On YouTube, yeah. so simple for each mom. So if you're sitting out there listening and you're like, no, I do not know how to cook. I'm mm-hmm. just going to McDonald's. This Some of these websites has totally revolutionized how I even I cook. Yeah. I, and start simple. Don't, you know, <laughs> get a French cookbook and do a coca vent. I mean, like, that's not where you start. You start with sloppy <laughs> joes or tacos yeah. or something easy. Get Build your confidence in the kitchen. Totally. Yep. yep. I was going to ask, have you invited other communities into like other families and how is this catching on around Mm. you well just wondering yeah well we love to entertain at our house year round and so we're always (laughs) having family and friends over small groups big groups and um i really think entertaining is i just want people to leave my house and have had a great time so i try Mm. not to fuss over the food i try to do simple food while i'm entertaining because I don't want them to leave and think, well, she was in the kitchen the whole time. I hardly saw her. She was stressed out over ooh, something that she was ooh, yeah. making. I yep, do a yep. lot of things in advance. So I really, we really do try to welcome as you know many people as we can into our home. And then when my daughter has friends over and play dates, we experiment in the kitchen a lot. And that's always mm. fun. So Shay, that's I was awesome. just reading the forward of a book and they were talking about their wedding and how the husband, they had it in his hometown and at the reception, he was so focused on everyone having a good time, he forgot about his wife. Mm-hmm. And it made mm. me think of that. When we entertain so often, especially for me, I, I'm trying to learn how to do it differently, but I'd mm-hmm. be so concerned with, is the food ready? Is it right? Are the people here? Is the table set? All these other things that I'm not paying attention to my wife or my kids or the people that are there, I'm working and it's all business. How do we entertain and feel good about what we're doing and then still be able to let go and enjoy the things that we've, you know, why we're there to have those relationships? Well, I think it starts, in my opinion, with a lot of planning. You have to plan in advance, make sure you have everything you need from utensils to napkins to plates to Mm. ice, all of that. 
But then there's so many things you can make in advance. Lasagnas, casseroles, enchiladas, uh, roasts oh. that can go in the slow cooker, mm-hmm. and then desserts. I mean, almost all of those can be prepared in advance. That way, when you're entertaining, you're not cooking. That's already been done. Huh. So that's that's a big thing for me. I want my people to come over and I'm just popping the lasagna in the oven because I made it the day before. And then oh, for dessert, yeah. my cheesecake's in the fridge. You know, it's mm, all yeah. easy. So nice. then you're actually with the people yeah. that have come over to be with you. <laughs> Go figure. Oh, yes. my goodness. Okay, so you know what? Talk about the slow cooker. You know, it's funny. When I saw this and it was like, Simmer, slow cooker. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Instant pot. Let's go fast. Instant. <laughs> right now. And, you know, I look up. I've got a slow cooker. I've got a crock pot. I like it. But every now and then when I'm doing something in the instant pot, seriously, I look up at my crock pot and it's like, really? <laughs> We worked well, together for so, so hey, long. You used, you used he to has love a relationship with these things. It's hilarious. I bought an Instapot yesterday, just yesterday. Oh. So I've never used it. I haven't used it yet. I'm a little. I'm gonna give you my phone it. number. <laughs> I am the. I am so. I am drowning in Instapot. I love it so much. So anytime you want to call, anytime you want to, anything you want to know, I'm all over it for sure. Well, He's well, teaching you know all my friends how to use it. Oh yeah, I love it. I um I asked my readers uh why the slow cooker over the instapot or, or why they thought it worked better for me and because it, it's so insightful to ask the people that yeah. read about you every day they have um a really good take have a good take on me but they said i enjoyed the slow cooker more because i like to get my stuff done early in the day yep. and that is so true after they started oh, telling yeah. me that i thought mm-hmm. they know me so well so i am going to try the instapot but for me i would rather drink my morning coffee and put my pork tenderloin in the slow cooker and then not have to think about it again until six o'clock Man, that night. Wouldn't that be amazing? That's because planning. Then, and here's the truth. Because I've used the Instapot so long, you can do that and then use the Instapot to finish something, you know, oh. or do something quick right at the end. You know, if you want to get quick rice done or something else. But that would be so nice to have something where you're like, how many times do you come home like, oh, we forgot dinner? Were you yeah. going to do dinner? Or was I going to do dinner? And then it's it like, turns no, no, we into put Brenner. it in this morning. And <laughs> yeah. when you get home and you're like, oh, oh, the whole house smells like the thing you put in this morning? Yes. Oh, that's a big win. That's and a with, big win. You know, mm-hmm. school and sports and speech therapy and all the things we do yep. after three o'clock. It's so nice to walk in and dinner be done. Mm, and we can so sit down good. and enjoy it. Mm. Man, I like that. Okay. It's been a while. What are some of the good early things you can start to do with a slow cooker? Things that are like, oh, yeah, you just dump all these things in. Yeah. Because people get afraid. Like, I know people are afraid of the instant pot. They're like, uh, I've yeah. done slow cooker, but I'm so scared. What if it blows up? And you're like, really? You know? <laughs> you kind of think fe- it is going to blow up. <laughs> it makes all the noise. and the- I feel that way about the crock pot. I'm afraid I'm going to set something in there for too long, and it's like... You ruined a crock pot meal? How did you do? I can do that. I don't know. Well, I do think there are some tips. Um, You know, growing up, I kind of had a lot of brown slow cooker meals, right? Where everything that went in came out brown and they all tasted the same. Okay. Mm. So I really don't, I don't, I don't like to do that. That's not what I like to serve at my house. Um, A couple things, kind of like what you're saying about the Instapot. Sometimes I just get dinner going with my slow cooker. So if I'm going to make chicken enchiladas, I'll poach the chicken all day in water in my slow cooker. So then when I get home, chicken, the hardest part of chicken enchiladas is poaching your chicken, waiting for the water to boil, waiting for it to cook, shredding it. The chicken will be ready and you can start Mm -hmm. your enchilada recipe. So I use it a lot to help me with other recipes. Mm. Um, I also think a key to a slow cooker meal is you have to add something fresh to it at the end, whether that's lime zest, cilantro, toasted nuts. I don't, 
almost hardly ever do I actually like just scoop it out and eat it. I'm going to put cheese on it, some texture, something fresh mm, something to fresh. really brighten it up and add an, another layer to it. I think that's another important thing about slow cooker meals. That's a super good tip. I like that. Yeah. We don't want it brown and mushy. No, and no. there are there and there's a million things, toasted pine nuts or yeah. you know, fresh cheese, a little onion, you know, fresh like onions got a little crunch to it, something. That's a great idea. Ooh, and there's yeah, so many things you can do to so many different foods like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I have a lot of recipes in my book that really do turn out fantastic. And they're not that mushy and they're all easy. My I'll tell you real quick, it's my friend's recipe, but I put it in my book because it's fantastic. It's for pork for pulled pork. It's a pork tenderloin oh. and you dump, you, wait, you dump Dr. Pepper on it, put the lid on it, let it cook all day and that's it. Two things, uh -oh. right there, two things. I think we're doing that tonight. It's amazing. <laughs> you come home, take it's the lid off. It's too late today, but we'll do it tomorrow for sure. <laughs> I put barbecue sauce and it's over. Easy, easy. I just bought Dr. Pepper last night too. There we go. <laughs> oh, our producer just shook her head at me. Uh-oh. <laughs> she knows. He loves Dr. She Pepper. <laughs> Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. That You know what? This is the truth too, Shay. This is what I want to tell all the parents listening, all the rebels that are like, oh, I don't know. Try it. Because yeah. once you get that first success, you're like, oh, I can cook. I can do something. Yes. I remember showing my roommates like, dude, just Bisquick start, learn scratch later. But once you yes. start with it, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, hey, I can make a biscuit. I can make a roll. I can, oh, okay, I can do these things. You do a pork tenderloin with Dr. Pepper and your family's like, you cooked? Like, yes, I exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I That's think too, stuff. for me, um, I have a really close girlfriend, Jean, who taught me some basics. And I think just being humble and asking the people around you, because mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends that are way better cooks than I am. And just being humble and being like, hey, you want to teach me? How to do that? <laughs> you know, I think that would add a lot yes. of value to your home and just getting more recipes out there yeah. and learning what you're doing. Absolutely. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Rebel Parenting. Hey Rebels, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Save the Storks. Save the Storks helps moms with an unplanned pregnancy. And that's my story. I was an unplanned pregnancy. My birth mom was 16 and faced an uphill battle. And a pregnancy resource center in her area helped her carry me all the way to fruition and then helped adopt me into my family. And Save the Storks helps pregnancy resource centers across the country with stork buses providing mobile ultrasound machines where four out of five moms choose life after seeing their baby on an ultrasound and hearing the heartbeat. Over 6,000 babies have been saved on stork buses. Please support Save the Storks with your prayers and visit savethestorks.com to become a monthly sponsor. Join the movement and help us revolutionize the meaning of pro-life. For more information, visit SaveTheStorks.com. Welcome back to Rebel Parenting. Did you miss us? Something that I've been doing is once I learned something, because Instant Pot became huge, and around Christmas, yeah. everyone I knew got one and then didn't know what to do. In fact, I had a friend, you know the silver pot that goes in it? Yes. It was out and he didn't know it and put all the ingredients in the instant pot before the pot was inside. And I was like, no, it's okay. Yeah. No we'll just dump it out. And it didn't break. And I'm not saying it won't for you, but it didn't this time. But I started showing any of my friends that wanted to learn. Like, I've got five or six things super easy. You can definitely do, you know, these three things. And then they start getting that confidence. And it's yeah. so much more fun to share them as well. And I love that that you're doing it with the slow cooker. It. 
I forgot how to use it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go online again and look at it. And then right when we got that book, I was like, oh, yes, definitely, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and especially with school coming up. I mean, it's just yes. perfect timing. And I know there's lots of single moms that listen to us, so I think a slow cooker mm. would be an advantage for them, definitely when they're going off to work all day and carpooling and doing that kind of thing. It just seems like a, yeah. a good resource. Absolutely. You can even put breakfast in. I have a couple of breakfast recipes the night before, Ooh. and in the morning you wake up and breakfast is done. Hallelujah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Easy. So Go great. on on that. Yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me, that. tell me more. All of us just looked at each other like, okay, because <laughs> our new studio, so our studio uh, just had, we got hit with one of those gigantic hailstorms and mm, all like the windows, so we have to move. And we moved it to our house. And so now our producer is going to come to our house. And we just looked at each other like, oh, if we put in a instant talk about the <laughs> night before, we could all have breakfast at work in the morning. That's right. So what are some of those things that you can do overnight like that? Uh, like oatmeal is a big one. So you put oh, okay. oatmeal in there and then you can flavor it. Um, I mean, with like cherry pie filling or cinnamon and apples. If you do that the night before set it on low, then not only do you have breakfast, but your house will smell delicious when you wake up. That makes you happy too, psychologically. That just made me happy. (laughs) We're all sitting here smiling, thinking about a house that smells like cherry pie pie Everybody's smiling. And hungry. That Mm. says something. You know, I, I used to go and speak to kids and I would say, you ever have one of those mornings where you know, someone yells and that's how you wake up and it yeah. sets your day off the wrong way. This is the opposite. Like if mm. you wake up to the smell of oatmeal and cherry pie, <laughs> how could you ever have a bad, I mean, yeah, coffee and right. that, what? Mm. <laughs> that is a good one, Shay. Oh okay, yeah. Thank give you. Us an- give us another one. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we like applesauce a lot over here, which you yeah. can oh, spoon yeah. applesauce on anything, but an overnight applesauce is great. Spoon it on mm-hmm. oatmeal, toast. Um, you know, and it makes, again, it makes the house smell great and it's perfect kids food, but you know, mom and dad like it too. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So I got to ask you, do you have yeah. either a Vitamix or a Blendtec blender? Do you have one oh, of those have, super blenders? I have a Vitamix and it is life changing. Have I you put it. your applesauce in your Vitamix? Oh, I mean, look at you with all the life tips. changer. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so amazing. It'll totally change it. It's a, it's a okay. different, it's not really applesauce, but it's something good once you do that. It's something yeah. good? Okay. It is something good, yeah. And then you got to try, I'll send you the recipe, but you have Please. to try oatmeal in the Instant Pot because it changes the food. It, it puffs does. it. It's a different, it's a totally different oh. texture in the Instant Pot versus regular. But I can't wait to do it in the slow cooker because that'll definitely change the texture as well. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Mm. And it, it's just going to be a nice way to wake up. Mm. Oh, I'm so... I'm having so much fun talking to you. Our oven broke a week ago and I spent oh. four days haggling with an appliance factory warehouse seconds and I got my first double oven. And He's in heaven. Oh, I mean, that'll that'll change how you cook and how you entertain for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I cannot wait. He, I, he's like <laughs> doing little dances about it. It's so funny. He loves to cook. I, do. I love that. It is, it is one of my all time favorite things. It's because it brings people together. Yes, you know, we, that's what it you, is. You grew up in the South. You're right outside of Dallas. My dad was born in Threeport, Louisiana. Grew up in Beaumont, Texas, Texarkana, mm-hmm. that area. And entertaining and having people over was a regular thing. Every Sunday, you'd go to someone's house. Somebody would be entertaining and have people over. We've forgotten that. You can build communities. Our neighbor came over yes. uh, a couple... You no, know, it was yesterday we were talking that... 
mentoring seems to have gone away where oh, yeah. everyone yeah. has their own full set of tools. You don't need to, yes. everyone has their own lawnmower for their 10 by 20 foot lawn in front. Everyone has yeah. their own Instapot. We have a, <laughs> you know, we have a cul-de-sac and everybody has lawnmowers and none of us have enough lawn for a lawnmower. And, it was like, and we only have grass for like four months. That's right. In Colorado, <laughs> our grow season is so short. I love that the, you know, that cooking and things like that can bring your family and your neighbors together and that you are when your daughters have play dates and girls over, you're yeah. showing them different things. Laura does tea time with the kids and yes. reads a poem and makes mm-hmm. tea, you know, and now we can start cooking scones and biscuits and things like that too. Yeah. yeah and the kids love it. I think it helps too for those impromptu. Sometimes you don't know you're about to have people over, but the neighbor stops by, you start talking, you invite them in. I think it helps to keep some supplies on hand that make for mm. some quick entertaining. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we always keep like salami, some good hard cheeses, some nice crackers, nuts. Um, in fact, like oh, last yeah. Saturday, that exact thing happened. And before we knew it, we had a bunch of people at our house. And it was really easy to just get a little afternoon spread of things that we had in the house already. So that's an yeah. important tip too, I think. That's, that's a awesome. good one. I also okay. like to keep cookie dough in the free in the fridge and roll. Yeah. So you just cut <laughs> yeah. it and then yeah. And then yeah, you have yeah, some I had too many of those yesterday. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you a question about like any epic failures you have had. Oh. Oh, of course. <laughs> I've had lots of epic failures. Um with the slow cooker, epic yeah. failure. Yeah. Um forgot to plug it in. Uh, food doesn't cook if it's not plugged in. Man, I know. So That's such a common one, right? Mm. Yeah. Dinner is still ingredients in the cold (laughs) slow cooker. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, sometimes I try to only make things I think my kiddos are going to like, but sometimes I get a little, I experiment. I tried to make a Moroccan dish that involves cinnamon and my family was adamant that Mm. cinnamon only went in desserts and did not Mm. go in their meat entrees. Mm. So... Things like that. I mean, I'm always spilling and dropping and, you know, forgetting to buy the chicken for the chicken recipe. Oh, oh yeah. thank you for totally. saying that. Yeah, oh. it happens. Yeah. You have oh, everything. You're like, oh, yeah, we're totally ready. Oh, yep. except the, the yeah. main ingredient isn't thank thawed yeah. or we don't have it. You hear that, yeah. Rebels? It's yeah. okay when you mess up. <laughs> and so, then you call for pizza and you laugh about yeah. it. That's what you do. Do that. Shay, why I want to make a... Um, Oh, what is it that I get from um, the paleo place? The roast. The roast, yeah. My roasts come, they're oh. they are tough. I, they're not, you know, I, okay. I, I've tried to do it in the crock pot and it's either dry yeah. mm-hmm. or tough. I'm the worst at the roast. Okay, well here I have two tips for you, okay? All right. One, and this took me a long time, but now I'll never go back. You have to go and buy the best quality meat. So when we buy our meats like that, I don't buy them at the grocery store. I actually go to like a butcher on our town square because the quality of meat, you can't make bad meat taste good. You can't make bad meat tender. Like it just doesn't work. So I do think it starts. I used to try to make grocery store meat, but just sometimes grocery store Big cuts of meat like that just don't work. So that's one thing for sure. Uh, My mother-in-law, and I have it, it's probably in that book sitting right in front of you. She has a roast recipe where she does it in the oven for two hours, and it is perfection. I wouldn't even try to change it. It is absolute perfection. But I I think, I actually think a roast in the oven is my favorite way, even even over the slow cooker. Okay. I'll try it for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, can I hear your, is that my kids or your kids? 
Oh, my kids. I just shooed them away. (laughs) (laughs) It certainly could have been mine. They'd be coming from behind me. I wouldn't have seen them. They'd sneak up on us. Shay, this is so much fun. You know what? Can I just say that? Will you come back on? Can we just call you every now and then and talk about stuff like this? It's fun talking to you. Now we're all excited to go do fun stuff and cook with our family. Like Mm -hmm. I'm sure all of us are now thinking, what will we do tonight or tomorrow morning? This is exciting. I love it. Thank you. These books are great. Um, Laura can tell you. Okay, I do have to close with this. Yes. I'm not good with people in my kitchen. Mm. I'm not. I've picked every single thing out in the kitchen. And I just like things put away the way it's supposed to get put away. I don't mind if my kids are in the kitchen if stuff gets back. How do you, how do you, is there ever a way to make kids that are like, okay, we'll do this and we're going to clean too, or we'll, is it just, I mean, is that just kind of the drill sergeant and just one of those, like, you have to do it. I have to be the guy that makes him do it. He's talking to the wife too here. (laughs) Okay. I am very type A and super organized. I also find cooking and I even find cleaning up after the meal relaxing. So Hmm. I'm a little, sometimes I want you to leave because I'm getting into like a Zen moment. I'm being Mm -hmm. super relaxed Mm -hmm. and cleaning is more about just like me and my headspace than Mm -hmm. I don't, but I've had to learn and I'm still learning how important it is for my kids to be more responsible. I know. And if they put the can opener in the wrong spot, I can always put it back in the right spot tomorrow. Um, I just have to like bite my tongue sometimes because it's such an invaluable lesson for them yeah. But it's not my nature. Not my nature. Okay. Okay. It's not mine yeah. either, but I'm going to get into it. It is. I'm trying. I'm trying. I know. I am too. And you know <laughs> it's what? It's the unlearning. It's me being lazy. It's just, it's laziness. I could teach yeah. them and I could hold yeah. the rule and be there when they do it. But it's like, I could do it and it'll be done faster and yeah. the way I want it. And I'm selfish. So my Amen. selfishness and my laziness. <laughs> Pops up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I not, not all the time, honey. Just sometimes. <laughs> Just sometimes. We're all, we're all we're all what in progress. That's we're right. All, yes, we all are in transition. All in transition. Shay, thank you so much. We've loved having Aww, you on, and we can't you. wait to have you back on again. Your story. You know what else? We want to get into your story because you've been vulnerable. You've been intentionally vulnerable about you. your highs and your lows, and that is healing for so many mm-hmm. people. We've been through infertility. We've talked about it. And whenever you do, you just get flooded with mm-hmm. calls and emails of, of people that have gone through it that mm-hmm. just want to talk. Yeah. And we yeah. so appreciate mixandmatchmama.com. We love your blog. We love all your online. I mean, it's so fun to follow you online. We just Thank you. So yeah. much joy. Thanks for being here. Can't wait to have you back on. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, our thank you to the Mix and Match Mama, Shay Shaw, on the podcast today. Wasn't that fun? Oh, my goodness. I had a blast with her. We had so much fun. And I'm telling you, if you follow me on Instagram, at Rebel Parenting or at James Ryan Dobson, you'll see all the baking and cooking Lucy and I do in the kitchen. In fact, we're thinking about starting a YouTube channel for Lucy. So... You can let me know if you're interested in that. Also, our thanks to The Voice of the Martyrs, one of our very first sponsors, helping those being persecuted around the world for more than 50 years. What an amazing organization. Persecution.com is their website. And our thanks to Blinkist, 15-minute summaries of nonfiction books. I've read Good to Great, 
I've read a couple of Tony Robbins. I read Jordan Peterson, 12 Rules for Life. I read Extreme Ownership. These 15-minute summaries in written or audio form, you can just listen to them on your way to work or after you've listened to Rebel Parenting. It's Blinkist.com slash Rebel Parenting. That's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Rebel Parenting. God bless Rebels. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us. And we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting.